The first letter of Peter, chapter 2. Have done then with all evil and deceit, all pretense and jealousy and slander. You were babies, newborn in God's family, and you should be crying out for unadulterated spiritual milk to make you grow up to salvation. And so you will if you have already tasted the goodness of the Lord. You have come to the living stone despised indeed by men, but chosen and greatly honoured by God. So you yourselves, as living stones, must be built up into a spiritual house of God, in which you become a holy priesthood, able to offer those spiritual sacrifices which are acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. There is a passage to this effect in Scripture, and it runs like this. Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he that believeth on him shall not be put to shame. It is to you who believe in him that he is precious, but to those who disobey God it is true that, the stone which the builders rejected, the same was made the head of the corner. And he is to them a stone of stumbling and a rock of offence. Yes, they stumble at the word of God, for in their hearts they are unwilling to obey it, which makes stumbling a foregone conclusion. But you are God's chosen generation, his royal priesthood, his holy nation, his peculiar people. All the old titles of God's people now belong to you. It is for you now to demonstrate the goodness of him who has called you out of darkness into his amazing light. In the past, you were not a people at all. Now, you are the people of God. In the past, you had no experience of his mercy, but now, it is intimately yours. I beg you, as those whom I love, to live in this world as strangers and temporary residents, to keep clear of the desires of your lower natures, for they are always at war with your souls. Your conduct among the surrounding people in your different countries should always be good and right, so that although they may slander you as evildoers, yet when troubles come, they may glorify God when they see how well you conduct yourselves. Obey every man-made authority for the Lord's sake, whether it is the emperor, as the supreme ruler, or the governors whom he has appointed to punish evildoers and reward those who do good service. It is the will of God that you may thus silence the ill-informed criticisms of the foolish. As free men you should never use your freedom as a screen for doing wrong, but live as servants of God. You should have respect for everyone. You should love our brotherhood, fear God, and honour the emperor. You who are servants should submit to your masters with proper respect, not only to the good and kind, but also to the difficult. A man does a fine thing when he endures pain with a clear conscience towards God, though he knows he is suffering unjustly. After all, it is no credit to you if you are patient in bearing a punishment which you have richly deserved. But if you do your duty and are punished for it, and can still accept it patiently, you are doing something worthwhile in God's sight. Indeed, this is your calling. For Christ suffered for you and left you a personal example, so that you might follow in his footsteps. He was guilty of no sin, nor of the slightest prevarication. Yet when he was insulted, he offered no insult in return. When he suffered, he made no threats of revenge. He simply committed his cause to the one who judges fairly, and he personally bore our sins in his own body on the cross, so that we might be dead to sin and be alive to all that is good. It was the suffering that he bore which has healed you. You have wandered away like so many sheep, but now you have returned to the shepherd and guardian of your souls.